This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies! Welcome to a very special edition of Doug Loves Movies. Very special because it's getting interrupted by the Benson Interruption. Play that theme song! Blah, 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 Doug's interrupting now, cause it's the interruption. Doug's got a potty mouth, he cuts off all his friends, here comes a word eruption. He's most happy when he's saying things that pop into his brain. 
Benson has a show. The interruption's funny. It's awkward. It's awkward. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Benson Interruption, a free episode. That's right. Normally, the Benson Interruption, the podcast, costs $2 in the comedy album section of iTunes. But I thought today, here at Flappers in Burbank at 420 on May 15th, 2011, I'd hijack the weekly free Doug Loves Movies to give you a free interruption show. To give you that for some reason. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun. It's like a, it's like a Doug Loves Movies Best Interruption mashup because there will be the Leonard Malton game happening today. I know. Yeah. I thought some of you would be excited by that and others would be like, I don't know what he's talking about. Which is fun. It kind of, it's going to replicate what happens when we're out on the road and we play the Leonard Maltin game with uh, people in the audience. So if, if you are good at the Leonard Maltin game, get ready because you're actually going to have to physically come up here and play the game. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. But as far as the interruption goes, here's how that works. I'll be introducing hilarious comedian friends of mine who will come on stage here at Flappers and they will stand here and talk into this microphone and say something like, Chuck Liddell was on my flight back from Canada, which was awesome because he choked out all the screaming babies. <laughs> and then I'll be sitting nearby. They have a couch here at Flappers, so I might lay on it like, a, like I'm being psychoanalyzed. Or I'll sit on that stool over there, and I'll say something like, forget about talking babies or dancing babies. I want to see MMA babies. I want UFC babies. I want them fighting to the death in the octocrib. <laughs> so that's sort of an idea of how it's going to work. So you guys ready for the interruption? <laughs> All right. I got to figure out where's the other... Oh, there's the other microphone right over there. I'm going to go grab it right after I introduce this guy. And in honor of the Bridesmaids, which was a big hit this weekend. Yeah. What about the rest of you? <laughs> Sexist. What a sexist crowd I brought down here today. I thought you'd all be like, yeah, Bridesmaids. But people are like, nope. Is it on my TV yet? That's what I'm going to watch it. I go out to live events. Are they going to do Bridesmaids live? Like, like Doug Loves Movies? Do they come out and just act it out? Please welcome my friend Ungayo Bilam, everybody. Ungayo is here. Also taking the long route. Just like I did, I made the same mistake. There's a bottle of Yoohoo right there. Does Flapper sell Yoohoo? Oh my God. I love Yoohoo. Anyway, sorry. Speaking of light-colored chocolate delights. <laughs> Ngayo, everybody. Ngayo420 on, uh, on the Twitter. Let's hear it for Doug Benson's pasty white ass again. How's everybody doing? 420 show, so I have coffee. Weed and coffee is the poor man's eight ball. Uh, or the smart man's eight ball, if you think about it. I love marijuana. Let me say that. I'm a huge fucking weed activist. I go to every single event I can. I've been to the Seattle Hemp Fest, Missoula Hemp Fest, Portland Hemp Fest, Olympia Hemp Fest, the THC Expo. I produced the Cannabis Comedy Festival. It's occurs to me 
Do you know what I went to in Gaio? My house and got stoned? You rattled off a lot of great festivals, but I go to the uh, My Life Festival where I travel around to different cities and, and get high everywhere. I've been to that festival. It's always, yeah, it's always the a Doug festival. Doug Benson parking lot extravaganza. <laughs> you gotta, trade- more than you one gotta of trademark that, dude. Yeah, I'm working on that right now. I already I love it. Here in Flappers, they have a camera, not a camera, a clock. I know the difference. Do you? They both start with C. Don't judge me, man wearing a purse. I mean hat. Um, there's a clock in the back, so I, can, I know exactly what time it is. Or how long and slow the show is going. And uh, yeah, but I can keep track of it. I, I love when comedy clubs have a clock you can see from well, the stage. Please, while I'm doing my joke, please stare at the clock. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a game it's, show. Please hurry, we're running out of time. This bit is stopping time. <laughs> it won't change. But I'm sorry, what were you talking about? I say so. I go to a lot of marijuana festivals. Oh yeah, marijuana. Events, that's what you were talking about. I love weed. Hey, that sounds familiar to me. And uh, it occurs to me that weed is the only illegal drug that people throw festivals for. Right? You never go to Meth Fest. <laughs> hey, welcome to Meth Fest! Who stole the fucking sound system? Please try to keep all the humor on mic because this is a podcast. I yelled. We're recording this. So when you just yell near the mic, it might not be good enough. I'm sure it'll work. The, I think they'll the hear The emotion it. will come through. I think they'll hear the emotion. They'll hear sure. the emotion. All the best fest. emotional speeches were made before microphones. That's right. You, uh, Charlie Chaplin's podcast is fucking awesome. <laughs> he just keeps falling down all the time. I want him to meet a girl and get settled down. <laughs> get a rose or something. <laughs> what? what was that? I love marijuana. Did I mention that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, that's I did. an it, awesome topic. It makes me a better parent. Oh, here's right, a new right. angle. I don't beat my kids. I'll talk to them three or four hours. <laughs> they probably wish I would hit them. They're like, Jesus, are you still talking? I'll just take a beating. Is that cool? Fucking hit my ass a few times. I want to go play. That's right. <laughs> Professor Pot, uh, I've heard this lecture before. They, they probably have heard the lecture About lectures the before. peace and love and sharing. That's right. But you know, that's the thing. Can I but just I'm have a not beating? smoking no. weed yet. Violence won't solve your problems. I worry about that. I worry that my kids aren't going to want to smoke weed with me. Not like right now, dude. I'll see you at recess. I got the shit. But no, like when they're in college or something. Hey, you turned out to be a fine young man, brother. Let's go up to the roof. We'll smoke a joint, watch the sunset, talk about some shit. Oh, dad, you know, I'm interning at the stock market tomorrow. I got to get up really early. No son of mine's going to have a job. The fuck? You learned that from your mother, didn't you? You didn't learn that from me. You just need to teach him how to juggle. You, they, they're learning. Because he knows how to juggle, I do you know guys. how to juggle. Juggling doesn't work on a podcast. T.J. Miller juggled once on my podcast. How to go the over. worst five minutes of my life. Did you stare at the clock the whole time? There was no clock. Oh. There was just... If only you had a clock. Me living in the moment <laughs> and going, why are people listening to this? But we don't edit the show. That's part of the charm. Is it hella hot up here? Well, you got a heavy coat on. I, I wanted to wear the you coat. Got a, you got a plush coat on. You like that coat? I'm the black Willy Wonka. Your coat. The Hennessy tastes like Hennessy. <laughs> but since you have that coat, do people just have to play around the 17th hole over at Goofy Golf on That's uh, right. That's right. Ventura I'm, I'm, in the I'm corner? I'm going to take my coat off. Oh. Because it's warm. You got a nice sweater vest. You're even more professorial That's now. That's right. That's right. I teach at the college. Botany. Uh, and philosophy and ceramics. <laughs> these are my plans that's my thoughts that's my bongs so 
you get an A. Does uh, the ghost of Patrick Stewart uh, come in and audit your uh, ceramics That's classes? Right. The ghost of Patrick Stewart? <laughs> I'm scheduled to meet with the Beta Z ambassador. Patrick Stewart? I, met I thought Swayze. I was I a met nerd. Swayze. I met Swayze. Does the ghost, ghost of, of Patrick, Patrick Stewart? Stewart. Does the ghost He's of still Patrick alive. Stewart walk in and go, pick any car on the aisle and go. The ghost of Patrick Stewart. I think it's in the Christmas Carol. I am the ghost of Star Trek's past. Do you want to have a tweet off? Two nerds. Already? Yeah, time goes fast. I don't, when... I don't uh, no. <laughs> here's, here's what, somebody sent me this tweet off. Somebody sent me this tweet the other day. Guy goes to the doctor, says, Doc, I'm addicted to Twitter. And the doctor says, I don't follow you. <laughs> That's awesome. You should be like compile a whole act of jokes that are only funny on Twitter. Apparently. So that when the whole thing goes south, it'd be like, I, I've got a book coming out. It's uh, MySpace humor. <laughs> and uh, Right next to the Friendster Journal. It's my brilliant follow-up to... Uh, Tribe.net. <laughs> yeah. The wit and wisdom of Tribe.net. How about that? We'll so just do was old school social called? networks. Friendster. Friendster? Friendster. I don't... Friendster. No, you ever, you ever go back called. and look at your old tribe.net? It's like a fucking time capsule. When you look at your old social media. Was my hair ever that short? Who's wearing that jacket? What's that site where they're pushing, like, finding out ancestry.com? Sure. Like, why, why would I... And they're, they're like, I found out my, you know, great-great-great-grandfather was a plumber who fixed some, some important sinks. And now you know why they, your They're, like, smell. so proud of themselves. Like, oh, wow. Like, sure. why not just not find out and just imagine the best for yourself? Yes, my great-great-grandfather was uh, a king. <laughs> This is the first thing that came to mind. There you go. On a, I could have uh, said slave, but that would have been all fucked well, up. Well, I was going to say it's yeah, probably... Fuck a, all you guys. I was going to say it's probably on a human chessboard. Sure. He's king of the plantation now. Kiss my ass. The, the owner would come out and play chess with human beings. Is and, this the whitest crowd you've ever had, Doug? It's up there. It's, it's like, pretty uh, close. It's like Portland white. Is that a Burbank white. thing? It's totally Portland white here in Burbank. Portland. There's not enough facial hair or plaid for it really to be Portland. And no microbrews. How many hipsters does it take to change a light bulb? Oh, it's an obscure number. You've probably never heard of it. Here's an interesting question, though. How many people here are, live in the Burbank area? Applaud if you live in the Burbank area. Oh, that's... that's Burbankians? Nice. So you didn't have to park? You just walked over? Walking that would be sweet. Burbank. This parking here is fucking horrible. Walking in Burbank. I like everything about flappers except for the parking. I didn't have the problem. I don't like the flarping. Flarping? I don't, have to, I don't, like, fl I don't like flarking my the car. flarking parking at flappers? I like driving around looking for a flarking space <laughs> for flarking ever. You weren't looking for a fapping Just space? Just to go to flap. <laughs> yeah. A fapping you're right, space? You're right. I changed how <laughs> yeah. the, I changed how the yeah. uh, vowel yeah. sounds. A flarking fapping space. And now I've violated my probation. So... How's the pizza? Is that pizza good? Because you're eating it in front of somebody who would really like to eat some pizza right now. It's rude. It's not fair. You got the munchies, I'm done? sitting on this weird couch watching her eat pizza. Some I people keep, pay I keep money trying for to that. look away, and I'm stuck with the guy in the hat. The guy in the hat's I'm surrounded fries. by hats. 
There's french fries, there's pizza, there's burgers. It's like it's a, a stoner paradise here. We need front some row hat club going on. First rule of hat club. Don't talk about hat club. See, when, as soon as we said hat club, some of y'all should have just walked up and left. So would you... Right? You so you don't any... have to talk about it. So, okay. Ngayo, no, whatever. I'm mad at you guys now. I want to know... Because they all want to know why you rejected a tweet off. Was it because you do not save your best tweets on your mobile device? Uh, I do... Best you, tweets you is just, a subjective term. You just do it and move on, right? I don't... You know... You I, tweet a lot. It's a funny thing. I don't... I write jokes so crazily slow. Like, I have a joke about my daughter being three, and she's 12 now. So... <laughs> It's not like... Is there a strain that you smoke that doesn't get tweeted about? Uh, no. You look yeah. at my, my timeline is pretty much all weed and pictures of the pot in my pocket at the moment. So, um, we, That's good. We could, You're like the guy from Memento. If I, if I could find my phone. <laughs> if you take a bunch of pictures of the pot in your pocket, maybe you won't you'll... won't forget it. Maybe right. you'll, oh, I better look at the photos before I go through the TSA. They say that, uh, they say that marijuana actually helps with symptoms of Alzheimer's. And my theory is it just gets you so used to not remembering shit. It's not a roadblock <laughs> anymore. You've developed a system over these years. I can't even... Where the I had a joke about that, too. Oh, there it is. What's your joke? Uh, it helps fight off... <laughs> <laughs> it helps fight off Alzheimer's, so the new slogan for marijuana should be, why forget tomorrow what you can forget today. Yeah. Very concise. Did you it's, tweet that? That's going to be on my new album coming out sometime this summer. What's your new album called? Potty Mouth. <laughs> wash your mouth out with dope oh I like that that could be like the tagline put it or on whatever. a t-shirt like I could treat it like it's a movie the danger of puns uh, D to the P to <laughs> doesn't that mean double penetration I have to go to my uh... <laughs> wow I just yell that out when I'm There's walking around dirty bastards in here man like when I see two dudes and a girl that look kind of sexy I just go D to the P <laughs> Just hoping that they'll drop and just fucking... Right away, just the Eiffel double, Tower. Double penetrate that just shit. Eiffel Tower it right up. It's the sandwich of love. Ngayo Bilam, everybody. Oh, okay, Thank you, Ngayo. We ran out of time. The time just rockets by on this show. It's crazy. I'm going to be at the Palace Station Louis Anderson Theater in Las Vegas on... May 29th. Please welcome my friend Matt Besser, everybody. Matt Besser is here. Holy shit, there he is. Everybody comes in from the wrong way. Everyone comes in the longest way possible. Matt Besser, everybody. Hey, everybody. Yeah, you gotta keep the applause going. This is show business. Yours is working, right? I don't know. It doesn't sound like it's working. Sounds like they were like, this guest isn't worth the trouble. I can project. I am an actor. I do not need this microphone. Is it working now? What happened to it? Flappers tech team? You didn't do anything to it. I mean, it might be like a charisma issue. <laughs> My microphone might have been like, he's got nothing important to say. Is this it on? is an anti-Semitic microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, it may be off. Can you please turn it on? Oh, yeah, Never? please turn it on. That's, One, a, good, two, that's a good tip. That's a good tip. They always, have the, they always have the best uh, pointers on how to do comedy here at Flappers. 
if you're on stage and you know your mic's not on, they just like turn it on. And you, you, once you've learned that, you, you, there's no stopping you. She made a choice about how she was going to tell me too. Like, um, why don't you try turning it on? <laughs> uh, it might be a good idea to do something smart right now. Uh, maybe that'll work. Try the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> the higher you speak to someone, the less you respect them. <laughs> I like a Big Mac and some fries and a shake. Is that it? You're looking a little fat. <laughs> yeah, I heard that bitch out there telling you to turn the mic up. That was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward position, kind of. It is weird that you have to stand there and do stand up with me sitting on a, a, a very low to the ground couch it's behind okay. you. It's really, I really don't have the, a great seat for the show. You guys were talking about who uh, you're related to. That just reminded me of this audition I just terribly fucked up. Have you heard of the Three Stooges uh, remake going yeah, on? Yeah, you'd be perfect for. Um... No, say it. Who? It's an insult no matter what. <laughs> it's not like one of them are handsome. You really, you really don't. To, I, that's why I said that, because I don't really think you're right for any of them. If I were casting it, but I would just may, say, thank you for coming. I Get wish out. they had said that. <laughs> more, they should say that more often. But at least have what? Larry hair. Thank you, sir. At least I have that. You but don't have Larry hair. A little bit. A little bit. If you grew it out in a crazy, ch- weird way like he did, but you even have, you have more on top. Right. Yeah, anyway. They can do you don't that. look like Larry. But I went in for Mo, nevertheless. <laughs> so you got a lot of greasy shit and put in your hair and combed it down into like a Mo haircut? At worse, I brought a wig, which is the fucking most embarrassing thing to do in an audition. Go, ah, just a second. Because you don't have it on in the waiting room. That's too embarrassing. <laughs> Nothing's as embarrassing as being one of the curlies going out for an audition, though. You hear, you hear their audition. Jumping around on the floor. But it so happens, Matt Besser, I'm related to Joe Besser. I don't know if you know that. Holy one shit. One of the three students. One of the late curlies. Right, exactly. And yeah, you can, One person can clap if you want to. He 200, was in, that's not so bad. He was in Snow White and the Seven Stooges or whatever that one was, right? He was in what? It was like a Snow White parody with the Stooges I'm in it. I'm sure. He was more known for Abbott Costello movies. He was stinky, not so fast. And he was in Africa Screams. That was his big one. But anyway, I thought it might be interesting to the guy who's doing the audition because I'd heard he was a, a Three Stooges expert. So I was like, I got something to talk about when I go in there. And the big joke about Joe Besser is that he's the worst Stooge, right? He's the worst Curly. But all the Joe Besser fans say no. Joe Dorita. I don't know if you guys know that much about all the Stooges, but... This shit is going deep. Yeah. <laughs> we say Joe Dorita. He was the last Curly replacement as the worst one, right? So I go in there and I'm like, well, you know, I say Oh, he's that. the one that was in the Snow White thing then. Is he? Yeah, yeah. The last one. So I go in there and I say that. You know, I'm Joe Besser and... and uh, but you know, Joe Dorita was the worst one, huh? And it didn't go over with the guy at all. And then I did my audition, and I did my mo, and he, he went, hmm, that was more of a Larry. I'm like, okay, so uh, you want me to go out for Larry? And he's like, nah, it's too late. 
Really? I did a Larry? You don't want me to try it again? You've so, already got a Mo trying to be Larry in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see you as Larry. So then I, I'm pissed off. I'm like, what's up with that fucking guy? And then I find out that he's related to Joe Dorita. Oh. It was Matt Dorita. We oh, no. That's horrible. So I didn't get... And I mean, I look like Mo otherwise. A six foot... To Mo, everybody knows. Yeah, they'd all have to be really tall, and yeah. it'd be weird. Yeah, that's you're the only better reason. off. That's the only reason. I'd Who is it. doing it? Is, are they casting that thing for the rest of our lives? Uh, no, they got him now. One's an unknown. Will Sasso is curly. Yeah, and then uh, Sean uh, Hayes, Hayes is Larry. <laughs> is gay? <laughs> <laughs> no, Larry. I'm just joking around. I'm joking around, Burbank. That's for him to say, not you. <laughs> No, but uh, an unknown is Mo, I think. Oh, he'd be a good Larry with the wig or whatever, with sure. the curly hair. Everybody, and then an unknown wig. is Mo. An unknown. Oh, and uh, why didn't they get Ray Liotta? <laughs> he'd be a good Mo. You could be a good Mo. You, you think could, you could pull that hair down? Well, let's let's do it. <laughs> let's make it happen. I also went out for. I blew another audition. You want to hear about that, too? Yes, please. Have you ever gone out for Entourage? <laughs> the one time I was up for a part on Entourage, or they, they called my agent or whatever, I was out of town. I didn't get to do it. And it was a scene that I, then I watched every episode, like, waiting to hate and be mad at the person who got the part. And then the scene never showed up. So it's like they either, they either killed it or they, or they uh, shot it and didn't use it. But uh, what was your part? Um, you know what? I signed something that said I'm I can't say what the part is. Isn't that crazy? It like gives away the whole arc of the season, basically. Oh, okay. So Let I, me guess. I can't tell you. I'll guess and then just nod. Turtle dies, first episode. <laughs> I shoot him in the head. <laughs> See your turtle's dad that came back and was full of anger and saw what a wonderful life his son was leading. For having tub. accomplished nothing, doing nothing in his life but smoke weed. That reminds me, did you see the you situation's dad this week got mad at him for not giving him money? Yeah, why, why is did the you situation giving most of his money to his dad? Because his dad did all the heavy lifting. He created the situation, <laughs> Although the situation does do a lot of heavy lifting now that I think about it, to get those abs. Smoking? But I'm just oh. saying that, like, you know, his dad deserves some of the credit. Yeah, you so, were given the money? I'm giving a shout-out to Situation's dad. Situation's dad. Yes, first of all, he has to have the public embarrassment. He has to live with that. And then no money? What the fuck is that about? That is Give true. him some embarrassment tax. Come on. Everywhere he goes, you're the father of that kid? Yeah. I just made $10 embarrassment tax. I get worse stooge tax. <laughs> You know? Oh, so I go up there. Have you been up there? Where? Their, their audition office, the offices of At Entourage. the situation? Oh, no, the... we're back to Entourage. <laughs> so, uh, it's no, on... I haven't been there. I didn't go in and audition. It, it doesn't matter. So, you, it, the, it's on the third floor. They, they have a whole third floor. The, the point is the uh, elevator doors open and you're in their lobby and there's three movie sized posters of Entourage and they're in Lucite, you know, the clear. Yeah. Plastic stuff. And there's like a, it's like this, and then there's like a ledge like this. And I, I have my, this is the Lucite ledge right here. And uh, 
I'm yeah, act it out for the podcast listeners. So I'm doing stretching exercises <laughs> with the with the the script on the ledge, right? So I'm doing like this, and there's only like two other guys there auditioning, and this is a real mellow office. And then all of a sudden, this guy, like 50 year old with uh, with an English accent, all right, this is what's going to happen. With the slightest bit of pressure, you see this? And he touches the lucite. The slightest piece of pressure, this is going to break. And you see this? And he points to a camera up in the corner, a surveillance camera. You see that? It will see you. It will capture all this on camera. And then a week later, you'll be getting a bill for $750. I'm like, what the fuck? That guy's really worked it out. That sounds like a money-making scheme to me. I've got a way for us to get $750. What you need is Lucite insurance (laughs) for a mere $10. So he's screaming at me. I'm like, what would you... What would go through your head? Like, I would be... I would walk out the door. But who do you... Who is this? (laughs) Right? Who is this? Oh, because you... Do you have the answer? I do, I do, I okay, get it. Good. But I'm curious what would go through your head of who this guy is. I, he seems like a lunatic who like wants to be in show business, has failed, and so he yells at people who come in to audition. But why is he on this? Th- so I'm thinking he's the janitor. Who else would know that much about the loose site and how much it costs, and who else is paying attention to that? And I'm like, this crazy English janitor's up here yelling at me. <laughs> And uh, so after he finishes saying that, and then you'll be charged $750, I go, you will never catch me. <laughs> I go, I haven't signed the, the list yet, and I'm not going to put in my headshot, and I'm going to break this, and you guys will never catch me. You'll never get me. You'll look for... And like, look over this guy's face. He <laughs> can't believe I'm talking back to him. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm freaking out this crazy janitor. And then I go into the casting. I'm going to tackle you. You better have $750. (laughs) So then I go into the casting director to do my audition. Like, I tell her the same story. I'm like, oh, you guys, do you have this English janitor or something running around out there? Lunatic. And she's like, English? Who's English? And she's like, oh, you mean our our executive producer, the South African? I was like, all right, let's not do this audition. This isn't going to happen. I mean, it just, here's the guy we want. This, no, the Lucite Bandit. You must have felt very insensitive because, of course, you know that in South Africa, Lucite is like the, it's the most cherished thing a person can have. Yeah, it's the like, blood Lucite. Yeah, right? blood Lucite. If you get blood Lucite, you really. Uh, Got some amazing lucite. Look at all these kids who lost their hands polishing the lucite. Let's have a tweet off. Let's do it. All right. How many are we going to do? Uh, just a couple. Just a couple. So. Yeah, we're running out of time, but this has been fun. Ngayo just t- tweeted, just finished a set at Flappers and Burbank for Doug Benson's new podcast. <laughs> So, yeah, be sure to follow him, because his, sh- his shit's really funny. <laughs> he nails it every time. <laughs> no, then he wrote, hashtag smash, hashtag stoned, hashtag thanks, Doug. Nice. That it was, ended that was, nice. Yeah, it was sweet. 
All right, I got a uh, sports one here. Okay. It's kind of stolen from Fat Albert, half of it. <laughs> let, let, Wait, which half? It's a, it's a two-punchline <laughs> joke. Okay. Uh, Lakers are acting like school in the summer. No class. <laughs> Getting swept. That's good. Um, All right, here's one I want to read. Now that Maria Shriver is single again, a lot of dudes are going to try to jump those bones. (laughs) Hashtag Skeletor. (laughs) I tweet the truth. Okay, this was in my series, the joke, Jokes from the Baby Jesus Roast series. You do, you do some great series on there. Yeah, yeah, thank you. These are jokes from the roast of Baby Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Baby Jesus, your cock is so small that they did have room at the end for it. I think someone said Gross. Yuck. Baby Jesus had a big dick. That's not true. (laughs) There's a new product called Venus Pro Skin. I think that would also be a good porn name. (laughs) Did you see that new porn starring Venus Pro Skin? Yeah, I got a boner or something like that. I haven't worked it all out yet. Well, you've obviously worked it out. (laughs) I addressed this one to Justin Bieber. He he never responds to my tweets. (laughs) Justin Bieber, I hear Selena Gomez won't give you a blowjob because she's afraid of needles. (laughs) Like that? Wait, you wonder why he won't reply? Hey, good one, Besser. You should be happy he hasn't blocked you. He hasn't blocked you, has he? Can you read his tweets? Yeah, all the time. That's how do I inspire myself every day. He's still giving you his great tweets. You get all his goodness. Why are you talking to a a boy a third your age, old man? Baby, 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 oh. Okay, here's a tweet I wrote the other day. The only newt qualified to be president of this country is the little girl from Aliens. Wait a minute, what? The only newt... Oh. Yeah, so you don't hear that word often enough to, hear, to recognize it when you hear it. The only newt qualified to be president of this country is the little girl from Aliens. <laughs> and sh- but uh, people immediately wrote back to me on Twitter, she's British. <laughs> Like, thank God we settled that. I thought it was going to be Newt what, what from Aliens all you, the way. <laughs> what percentage of your followers do you think have Asperger's? That they just don't... They get serious about every 20th treat. Tweet. I said treat, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> it is. It. Tweets are little uh, treats. Uh, he misspoke. What an asshole. 
He's the worst person ever for yeah. saying the wrong At word. At least we're glad Obama's dead. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, Matt. So, Matt, we got time for one more of your tweets. What do Uh-oh. you got? You got a good, uh, a good one lined up? Um, or, or, asparagus or, makes my pee smell funny. Tastes weird, too. <laughs> Matt Besser, everybody. Yay, Matt Besser. Oh, see you later, Matt. I thought for a second someone was heckling. Turns out it's the guy who just left the stage. Just saying goodbye. I'm going to be at Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas, June 1st and 2nd. Please welcome my friend... Oh, he's going to be there, too. Please welcome my friend Graham Elwood, everybody. Graham Elwood is here. Grammy E. There he goes. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Burbank, let's do it, Burbank. Uh, He's got a Wookiee chest, which means he has a Chewbacca shirt on. But he also, uh, I've seen under there. Okay, let's not get into that. What a creep. I've watched you undress, Graham. This is like a homeless guy's public access show. (laughs) But audio only, audio only. Hey, listen, I I was sleeping here on this couch all night. I might as well host a show. Have people come by and I'll barely be awake for it. For those of you listening, he's on like this weird stolen couch that somebody left in front of their fucking house with fake brick. It's nice, though, because it's like pleather or something. It like wipes clean with a damp sponge. Like you jizz all over this thing and no, it, it's, oh, it's yeah. going to be nobody's business. Yeah, clean that up. Even Bobby. William Peterson yeah. with his special light won't be able to figure it out. Oh, this is a sweet fuck couch. I wonder if anybody's made love on this couch. Well, let's do it right now. You guys ready to see me fuck Doug in the ass? Come on! Who's ready? Oh no, D to the P. That is uncalled for. Oh my god. Somebody made the mistake of telling me they kind of like it clean at flappers. Got it. That would probably be the first rape in uh, podcasting history. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't go easily. <laughs> Dude, you know how many downloads we'll do? I would we'll resist do? it. I would resist it, but you do the P90X or whatever it's called. Bring it! Um, welcome, Graham Elwood. Thank you, Doug. One guy clap. Fuck the rest of you. <laughs> it's so funny how, like, we tour around together all the time, and po- people who are high love how angry Graham is. They like, they respond to it and they, and they enjoy it and they laugh at it and they buy his shirts after the show. It's amazing. Because you're so angry. I'm not angry. I'm, a, I'm an intense person. That's, I'm not, this isn't anger. This is me, you know, fucking wanting to fight everybody in a loving way. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's just go around here really quick. Like, right. This guy here to your left with the hat on, what, what do you I have to say to him? This guy. this guy's fucking in a meatloaf cover band. Why would I want to... <laughs> why would I want to mess with this guy? 
Okay, installs car stereos. He's in the valley. He's coming out on a you, Sunday. Have a good time. Why do I want to fight this guy? Do you honestly think there's any meatloaf cover bands? <laughs> I don't think there are any. And what about the rest of Hat Club? We've got this guy here. There's a lot of Hat Club. Great yeah, hats Yeah, he just tonight. got back from the back nine over at yeah. uh, Fuck You Valley Golf Course. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, you do a lot of golfing, do you? <laughs> What's a golf course around here? There's the uh, La Brea Tar Pits. Yes. Universal What's... City Walk. Oh, uh, that's a great... That, I love that... Uh... <laughs> I There's always that, a lot of holes walking around there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a show there, too. I'm going to do a uh, podcast from the John Lovitz Podcast Theater at Universal City Walk. So, yeah. Sweet. I'm gonna These have, four people are going to come. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to have this couch from Plappers moved over there. Because <laughs> I've never been more relaxed during a show. That's, that's probably the big mistake with the Comedy Central show. I should have been on a low couch... And just fucking totally it's literally leaning back, like barely awake. <laughs> this is like when Brian Posehn had that house in the valley, and we'd all just hang out there and play video games, and it would just be a couch like this. Yeah, this is like playing video games without the playing video games. Right. <laughs> We've taken the laziness to a whole new level. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, my thumbs uh, hurt. This is bullshit. Hey, you guys want to just play that game couch? Yeah, Graham, why don't you get up and do your dumb whistling dancing routine and I'll lay on the couch and make fun of you. That'll be great. This is what I would do at Brian's. You guys would yeah. just sit on the couch and I'd just go... Yeah, whistle and dance. And yeah, and i just and sit here going, yeah, that's great. No, you enjoyed it. It's no Super Mario Kart, but it's pretty fun. So, um, we were just out on the road together. Did anything happen? Nope. How you guys doing? Um, yeah, I can't remember. Do you want to, um, what, what happens is when Graham and I are on the road together, we play the Letter Malton game with people, when, when lots of people show up with a name tags on, yeah. we play the Letter Malton game with people from the audience where they come up one by one yeah, and go head to head against Graham for some prizes. Would you guys like to try and do that right now? Would you, would you, be, would you be into that? Sure. I have to sit up for that because a, yeah, a game yeah. show host cannot just lay back like that. <laughs> You never see Alex Trebek, you know. <laughs> Sorry. 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 Uh, you want to buy a vowel? Sorry. Fuck. Vanna, spin that shit. Pick a category. I'll be back. I'm going to nap for a moment. Oh, wow. Um, Jimmy Dore's codpiece. Um... All right. If we had to have the official swing and the miss of the day, that would be it right there. That was no, like Jimmy no. Dore. He performs here a lot. Yeah. He put his codpiece on that couch. Four people got it, and ten more listening got it. That's a win. Oh, shit. We have a stool down. We have a stool down. Osama bin Laden's been shot in the face, and we have a stool down. I'm trying to keep a historical perspective oh. on what's on the events today. So, Graham, what, what, he put a codpiece on? <laughs> Yes, that's, that's yeah. the part of it. You're, the, you're I'm having the, a hard time believing the codpiece. You're one part. of those people on Twitter that's like, wait a minute, you can't even codpieces are not technically. Okay, first of all, on Twitter you can't mumble. Yes, yes, you can. I mean, you can. There's a new mumble app. <laughs> Twumble. I'm on Twumble because I don't want people to understand what I'm saying. 
but I want the satisfaction of having made a comment. <laughs> it's the that was definitely better than you guys gave it. <laughs> the listeners are losing their minds right now. They're like, holy shit, how could that audience just sit there? Uh, let's play the Leonard Maltin game. Let's do it! Here's how it's going to work. Graham's going to pick uh, a contestant out of the audience based on uh, name tags only. People that have actually brought name tags. I know there must be some, some out there. There's one right there. They always come out. It says Jesse. And uh, where's another one? Oh, that's a cute one. Brian loves Doug. And then, oh, somebody put their medical marijuana card on a gold chain. Wow, this is like fucking stoner arts slick. and crafts. I love that shit. There's some other ones over there. Describe some of those, Graham. There's, All right, uh, there's somebody's one got an says iPad. Anthony versus the whole world, which is kind of a Scott Pilgrimy thing. That's cool. One guy, Hugh. Oh, Price is Right style. I like it. Um, she's got Little Debbie, the snack cakes. Um, one's got a fucking unicorn or some shit. Wow. Okay, now continue to hold your sign up proudly if you think you'll be good at this game because we actually are going to bring you up here to compete head to head against Graham. Yeah, see, some people reserve. Because normally on the show, we play for you. So continue to do that at uh, UCB in Los Angeles. But when we're out on the road, it's you against Graham. So you got to be good at the game. Uh, that girl's, what, what is that like? She a, retracted a her sign. Jesse's still in it. Go, uh, ahead, go ahead and pick somebody. All right, Graham. Little Debbie. Let's do it. Little Debbie. All right. Come on up here, Little Debbie. Bring this sign. Bring your thing with you. People always forget to Sorry, bring Jesse, their name Sorry, Jesse. I lobbied for you, Jesse. Little Debbie. It's ultimately Graham's decision. Yeah. That way. Where's little Debbie at? She's getting a snack. Jesus, cake. she is oh, she is too little. We need someone that I can see. Someone that's visible. Oh, there's little Debbie. Have a seat on the creep couch. Hello. Hold up your name tag so we can say it. Welcome to Creep Couch. There it is. Your name is Little Debbie. Where are you from? Uh, great town. Um, She's from Burbank. This really is this, local. It's a great town. I love it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna throw out some categories for you to choose from. Little Debs, would you like cat slash dog? <laughs> That's movies with either cat or dog in the title. Uh, would you like? Um, in honor of Bridesmaids, it's in theaters now. Uh, would you like Bros Not Hoes? And that's a category of movies that only have men in them. In honor of Bridesmaids? In honor of Bridesmaids. Because it's mostly women, and that's, that's rare. The only other mostly women movies were those two movies called The Women. One with Meg Ryan and one with some old-timey lady. And some old-timey lady... Which one was it? Great. See, nobody cares. <laughs> Old timey lady. Or in theaters now. That's a popular topic uh, category. In theaters now. Which would you like, little Deb? Uh, bros not hoes. All right, <laughs> Debbie. Oh, you know what? I described the category wrong, but it's still a fun category. <laughs> it's movies directed by brother teams. Do you still like it? She still likes it. Still likes it. Ooh, that was a close one. <laughs> she could have gotten crazy if she wasn't into it. Would you like a movie directed by brothers from 2001, 2008, or 2009? And as always, no, no guessing from the crowd. 
2001. 2001. Right. Don't yell out. Can out on the road, we've been having problems with somebody that just oh. yell out, Caddyshack! <laughs> and I'll go, we're not going to continue until that person is thrown out of the room. <laughs> it gets very ugly. Happened in Buffalo. Happened in Salt Lake City. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Leonard gives this movie two stars from 2001. He says that it is um, a lumbering attempt at a message movie. And he says that it has too much hypocrisy to score as either comedy or morality. Wow. <laughs> Why you got to be so hard on it, Len? It was directed by Bros, and there are 11 names from 2001. How many names do you think you can get it in, LD? Eight. She says eight names. That's a good opening bid. Eight names. Graham? Uh, I will go seven. Okay. Playing it, playing it tight. Five. She says five. Five. Two-name leap. Exciting. People in the front row were thinking about taking their hats off. <laughs> uh, I want to tell you to name that movie, oh, Little Debbie. Got name it five names. Yeah. Right, so here's what happens. The first person that can beat Graham in a round of this is going to win all the stuff in this bag. It's an amazing, <laughs> amazing prize package. There's you get some a Palm Strike shirt that came out the wrong color. Yeah. Because they're supposed to be like golden, but this one's is like uh, Easter yellow. Yellow, Easter yellow. You get a copy of Graham's uh, CD. Comedians got a boo boo. <laughs> and uh, you get a copy of my CD, Professional Humoridian. And you'll get a Woot Monkey. Yeah. But I brought some ex- extra Woot Monkeys to, sh- to shoot into the crowd. So let's let's shoot them into the crowd. Oh, this one has an American flag on it. Yeah. 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 This one's for Bin Laden! Independence Day is coming up. Independence Day is almost here, so they're all uh, patriotic whoop monkeys. I'm going to pull the whoop cord that makes them scream. We're going to call this monkey Seal Team 6. Mine went to the front row. It was really an extremely masculine (laughs) shot. Okay, so you're going to win all that stuff. And thank you for playing, little Debbie. (laughs) What was the category of Bros Not Hoes? And you picked... 2001, and she did five names. She's got a name in five names. Okay, they are... Rob Moran. Shh. People are going to leap in with an answer. Brooke Burns. Zen Gessner. I didn't know there was a person named Zen. Susan Ward. And Tony Robbins. Those are your five names from 2001. Leonard gives it two stars. He says that it's, uh, it's a lumbering attempt at a message movie doesn't score as a comedy or a morality tale. People in the audience seem to know it. Any idea, little Deb? I got nothing. She's got nothing. What do you guys think it is? Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal. Everybody wow. knows it. Thank you for playing, Debbie. Hello, Debbie. Thank you.
can go back so much, to your seat. It's like the it's like a walk of shame without the fucking. <laughs> she didn't have to make love to anybody. You know, I said Jimmy Dore's I said, Good for her. Good for her. All right. That was fun. Pick another one? Yeah, pick another contestant. All right. Let's get somebody else up here. Dude, how many name tags do you have? Well, that's my girlfriend. Oh, that's my girlfriend. Oh, so great. That's that anger I was talking about. We make about. Name, name tags for each other. It's very hostile. Me. You have very hostile comedy. I loved it. Very hostile. He made my name tag, you guys. You're very hostitable. She just likes that. I'm good on the computer. Name tag. It's pretty cool. Is the next comic here? No, just out of curiosity. Yeah, he's yeah? here. Okay, okay. good. <laughs> well, all right, we'll go with you, Kyle. Come on, name tag lover. Oh, and guess what? He's got a fucking st- stupid-ass hat on, too. Let's fucking get it crazy. Shout out to it's the crazy hats. Stupid-ass oh, hat yeah. day at Flappers. Yeah. Stupid-ass hat day at Flappers. 23 skadoo. <laughs> Sit on the couch. You Welcome might be to the weird couch. Little... Yeah. What is your... Uh, that's Who's that supposed to be on your... That's your girlfriend. Your girlfriend's naked? Naked on your sign. Wow. I did not see that. I just saw the name. Well done, Kyle. (laughs) Very proud of you. I made a sign of your body. I want the world to see what I see every night. And I will defeat Graham Elwood for your love. And Doug's going to fuck me on a homeless couch. (laughs) For your love. All right, here's your categories. Put your hat on. What the fuck kind of place are we living in? God damn it. What are we, animals? Wait, wouldn't you normally take your hat off if you were... Not on, a, a... Not on a homeless rape couch, okay? There's, society has rules. When we abandon them, then it's like the road. There's this fucking cannibalism... So you're saying the jukebox? Oh, I saw that movie. You're saying the jukebox next to the homeless rape couch only has "You Can Leave Your Hat On." Is <laughs> the only song on that jukebox? Okay, here we go. I hope Doug doesn't fall asleep in the middle of the show. I'm really losing interest. <laughs> I really, I don't, I don't care who wins. <laughs> okay, um, here's your categories: Dudley, Demi, or Julianne. Those are more movies. Because whenever I watch a movie, I want more movies. <laughs> um, Bad Air Day, that's movies with the word air in the title. And then I tried to do it earlier, but this time for, for reals, in honor of Bridesmaids, all dudes. <laughs> movie, movies with all dudes. Okay. So you want air dudes or Dudley, Demi, and Julianne? All dudes? He's going all dudes. Everybody. All dudes! <laughs> Would you yeah, like an all dudes? Dude. Shut up. <laughs> would you like? <laughs> would you like an all dudes movie from 72? 82? or two thousand seven? All dudes. The entire cast is dudes. Two thousand seven. Okay, two thousand seven dude movie. Leonard Maltin calls it a bomb. Yeah, and he says. <laughs> I don't know if it's a bomb. I don't. I don't think I saw it all the way through. 
but he says about it, he says that it's uh, unbelievably bad. <laughs> Especially given the talent involved, who are all dudes. And there are two names listed. And it's a bomb from 2007. How many names do you think you can get it in? <laughs> Kyle. I'll say two names. Strong opening bid. <laughs> Wise opening bid. Graham Elwood? One. He says one name. Now you could say name that movie or go zero names, Kyle. Do you have a focus, an idea of this 2007 movie that's uh, unbelievably bad? He said name that movie. Name that movie. So you get one name. Are you ready for your one name, Graham? Yeah, let's give it a shot. Your one name Don't is... Don't yell it out. Yeah, nobody yell it. Your one name is Jude Law. Out of two names from 2007. It's unbelievably bad. It's like sitting in a can of farts. <laughs> Leonard didn't say that. I'm just paraphrasing. And he, Graham's making a face like we might have a winner. We either have a winner or it's time for him to have a mid-year clearance event. <laughs> He's going to shit all over this stage. <laughs> Two names. Yeah, it's just Jude Law and... And the other It's dude. only dudes. So it's a dude law and a dude. Or a lady that everybody thinks is a dude. <laughs> it's a pretty tricky category. Without yelling it out, does anyone in the audience know what it is? Yeah. Okay, people know it. Meatloaf knows it. <laughs> I want to know right now. Do you know this movie? want to know right now. It's only got two names. All right, weirdo. I think your time's up. Uh, I think your time's up. I think you have. I think you have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't. Road to so we have a winner. <laughs> Kyle is our Kyle is our winner. Everybody. Yeah. What was it? What's the movie? You get this bag of shit. And um, thank you for playing, Kyle. Meatloaf. What is it? Repo. Repo. Oh, man. cocksucker! God damn Why it! Why do you think that's the right answer? That movie only had two people in it. Yeah. No way. That's that retarded. Somebody over there had it. Sherlock Holmes? The other, the other name is Michael Caine. It's called oh, Sleuth. Oh, yeah. I There's do only remember, two yes. dudes in it, and it was a remake of the original Sleuth, which yeah. is also the other movie that I had from 1972. <laughs> and uh, so we have a winner. Thank you so much, Graham Elwood. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you, Meatloaf and Crazy Hat. Thank you, Graham Elwood. Check out Graham's podcast, uh, Comedy Film Nerds. I just did an episode with them in uh, Portland that was a lot of fun, so listen to that one if you can. <laughs> um, I'm going to be participating in the Blaze 420 tour with Ralphie May and Cheech Marin on June 11th at, uh, in Charleston, South Carolina. So come to that if you can. And please welcome to the stage. We've got two more to go. Please welcome my friend Chris Porter, everybody. <laughs> Chris Porter is here. I asked for him earlier, and he said that he was here. And it turns out he's here. Hello. Hey, buddy. Where did you, uh, did you just fly in from somewhere? Yeah, I just flew in from Fairbanks, Alaska. Nice. Yeah, the sun doesn't go down. <laughs> That's a shitty Elton John song, right? <laughs> you, they, you, while you were there, it didn't go down. Because it no, goes down go on down. occasion. Yeah, like in the winter. Yeah. But they didn't tell me. But I, now it I doesn't. I didn't think we were there yet. I just thought, I'm going to smoke some pot and watch the sunset. 
Six hours later, the bag was empty. Nice. That's some nice 420 humor. Nailed it. Because you really, but you really didn't fly back from there today. I flew back this morning. I have nice. not slept since I left Fairbanks. Yeah, you texted me today, like, "Oh shit, I might not be able to make it." And well, I, I said, forgot. I'll work I had to some do like around. two of my podcasts. Or, uh, this is my third podcast today. Oh wow, what's your podcast called? Chris Porter's General Store. <laughs> it's not like radio or some shit. It's more. The emphasis is more on the general. Yeah, and well, it's like General Store. I like the name of it because you kind of go in, wander around, you find some essentials, yeah, some other things you may have, you, put you know, it down some impulse buy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. General and Store. It's, it's the only podcast in the philosophy section of iTunes that's ever discussed fisting. <laughs> I'm not for that's it. good. You have I'm to distinguish yourself. It. But I had a friend of mine who was a sexual delinquent. Uh, you can find him on Craigslist. Uh, and he's into that. I haven't had that much sex where, like, like I'm still excited. That this what shit's is a happening. sexual delinquent? Like, is a guy who uh, like beats thinks, people on Craigslist. I lived with the dude. He for thinks two he's still a teenager. Kind of. That's the delinquent part. A little bit. Yeah. Because you, you can't late. be a delinquent when you're an adult, can you? I think so. Yeah. I thought that was like, a term for young people. Oh yeah, you're delinquent on your bills. Yeah. You're delinquent on your sex bills. Yeah. <laughs> You need to pay your whore bills. This guy owes some people. Your whore bills are stacking up. I would. I lived with him for two months when I first moved out here, and like at two a.m. I would go to sleep, and I would wake up at ten a.m. and he'd have some nasty chick in his bed that he'd met on Craigslist, and she came over and he plowed her. <laughs> and so I fucking moved out because I'd had enough of the randos fucking up my breakfast. There wasn't, like, one rando that you, like, took a look at when this is almost as good as internet porn. Well, it's like Craigslist, dude. It's not like these... It's not like hot chicks are looking for dudes to bang, right? Like, they, they gotta get on casual encounters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's always just some fucking... Two. That fucking... <laughs> I need to hook up. I need to hook up, but also have a. I have a sectional that needs to be moved. Yeah. So you get that kind of uh, people that show up. <laughs> yeah, I'll move your couch. I'll move your couch. You gotta fist me though. <laughs> now the stories that we found, and the the best part was my buddy, as like for shits and giggles, would would uh, peruse the casual encounter section just for like a laugh and shit, and we found his ad. Swear to God, dude! Like, complete with a picture of him doing this. Patang, and I'm like, that's his bathroom. I know that bathroom. For the list, for the listeners, his leg was up on the weird couch. Yeah, he was doing that. Got some captain in you, pose, and but he his sword was up. Every every ad for alcohol is just like this alcohol is going to fuck you. Yeah, it really like, is. Like you do not need a partner. This alcohol will fuck you. Yeah. Like have you seen on the bus stops Kim Kardashian for that stupid Bacardi? Like she just said, I'll she fuck looks you. like they took a lime and squeezed the center of it really <laughs> really really tight and then left it and in then the sun put a, for too long. Yeah, and then put a Barbie head on it, but with black hair. Is she not the worst? She, you know what? Um, like what's his name? John John Fugelsang tweeted, if I could paraphrase his tweet, that he's really sad that uh, O.J. Simpson killed those people because 
If that didn't happen, we wouldn't know about the Kardashians. <laughs> Like, that is such a weird road to fame. And, like, Kato Kalen sitting around going, what the fuck? I was on that road. I was full on on that road. The Kardashians stole it with their boom and their pow. Does that make make you a little bit angry, though? I mean, not on a day-to-day basis, but just sometimes, like, to think, especially for, like, you and I that are trying to, like, become... Famous yeah, we're trying to become international superstars. And she and she became one. And we have like some sort of talent. And all she did was fuck Ray J on a video. And now she's. Got I couldn't all of our do money. that. I don't have that kind of talent. I could not ever make love to Ray J, no matter what, no matter what the stakes. Okay, but could you, sorry, mom. Maybe sorry, not make mom. love to him, but could you fuck him? I'm gun, not saying you gotta my look mom's in the head. Eye. I could not get an erection for Ray J. <laughs> He can fuck me, but not the other way around. <laughs> if it meant you got like a four-year sitcom, gross. I do not need. There's nothing I need that bad. No, there's not. There's one thing I don't need, and that's being raped. That's like on the top of my list of things I don't need. Well, I'd rather be murdered. I'd rather you take all my money. Yeah. There's a lot of things you could do to me before you raping me. So. Just a warning to criminals. Threaten to rape me and you'll get the world. <laughs> Isn't that a given? I think there, it is. I think it's an unspoken like... contract like uh, George Costanza and the Pigeons. <laughs> it's just like, I think... Ra- whatever. Every criminal knows rape is on the top of the charts. Yeah. No one's ever raping somebody going, I wonder if this doesn't bother him so much. <laughs> yeah. Like if he's just glad he still has his house. Yeah. He's Too honest, dark Paul. for flappers on a Sunday afternoon? <laughs> Shit gets dark sometimes. It does, man. We're in, a, we're in a nightclub. It's broad daylight outside. But here in the bunker that is flappers, the world could be falling apart. We don't know it. Osama could be shooting bin Laden again. And, Osa- we, won't, and Osa- we wouldn't know about it. Osama shooting bin Laden? Yeah. That'd be a feat. No, he killed himself. Didn't you hear what the GOP was saying? Uh, <laughs> the Republicans He saying shot he himself in the eye. Obama had nothing to do with it. He was just like wandering by and went, oh, I'll take credit for this. <laughs> Guy shot himself in the face. Just finally the... the... He got tired of not having internet, so he shot himself <laughs> in the face. Because seriously, is it the best thing about porn, the variety? Like, if you could only watch a few certain things that you downloaded previous to not having internet, that wouldn't work after well, a while. Well, do you remember, like... You'd he... have to shoot yourself in the eye and then fuck that. <laughs> I told you darkness was on us. But remember when you were you. on the road and before internet porn, you'd have to buy hotel porn, and like five minutes into it, you're done, and you still have 85 minutes of shitty porn watch? <laughs> And like, yeah, you just turn it off and hope that like in an hour you're ready to go again. Yeah, because there'll but still be more left over. Remember the hotels that if you switch the channel, you were fucked. You can't go back. Yeah, and then you gotta no. call the company and no. be like, "I need my dildo fuckers back." No, you just leave it on there and turn the sound down, do some other business. <laughs> well, you don't have and the come internet. back when you're ready to go again. <laughs> go have a go have some lunch. Go to El Pollo Loco. <laughs> And then come back and be like, oh, there's still some porn left. <laughs> oh, glorious leftover porn. 
Do you want to have a tweet off? Do you have some tweets that you can read? I got read? some tweets. Let's read some tweets. This is fun, you guys. You guys uh, are. You guys. You guys go with mostly everything. Uh, let's see. I think here. you're in my third favorite city to perform in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one is Portland. Number two is San Francisco. You like Portland Number better than San Francisco? The last few times I've been in Portland, it's just ridiculous. Like, people don't even heckle there. I've never been there. Everyone's fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in Portland is high. Remember we did the 420 show? Well, it wasn't a 420 show. It was for Pot the Vote. Yeah. And we did the punchline in uh-huh. San Francisco for a 420 show. And yeah. they had one of the bigger smokeouts oh, yeah, I've ever been a part post-show of. Post-show smokeouts Other are, than are the, great uh, there. And the second one to that was when we did Palace of Fine Arts for New Year's. And it's fucking funny. We're walking in to this theater, and Doug, as we're walking in the back door, reads what the door says, and he goes, remember that. And I'm like, you're fucking high, dude. So we go, we start selling our shit, and everyone's like, you guys come smoke pot with us. And he was like, go meet me by the door that says, what's it say, Porter? And fucking 40 people just waiting outside. We had that giant, there was like 80 joints rolling around. What did the door say, though? And Maria Bamford just had to sit in the van and wait for us while we got fucking retarded baked. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't participate in that. Just sitting there counting that. her Target money. That'd be a weird thing to do in a van on New Year's <laughs> Eve. I brought my Target money with me <laughs> so I could sit here and count it outside the show. I just like to, when I'm in a van, I like to count money. Uh, it soothes me. My first tweet, uh, it's, not real, it's not really my first tweet, but I just I mentioned you in it. Oh, okay. Let's uh, it. it says, Doug Benson, thanks again for introducing me to McGriddles. They are sometimes my only solace in waking up at 4.30 a.m. Uh, wow, I didn't know you were going to start out so heavy. <laughs> that was some serious shit. I'm going to read one by Michael Ian Black because I favorited it on my Twitter account, and it's so funny to me. He wrote, from a writer's perspective, the main problem with Country Strong is that it's terrible. I said, said, uh, and this got retweeted six times, so deal with that. Uh, When a girl calls you buddy, she should just call you dickless because that's how she thinks of you. Right? Uh, that makes sense. It's kind of true. Sitting in my hotel room in Missoula, wondering what the M on the side of the mountain stands for. <laughs> Probably mountain. <laughs> I can't tell you how many responses I got. No, it stands for Montana or Missoula or Montana State. Like everybody wrote back to me to let me know that I was a dummy. That's why, that's why I stopped putting jokes. I mean, because it's not as bad on Twitter, but I stopped putting jokes on my Facebook. I only put them on my Twitter. Because when you put and them on your no Facebook. There's no joking on Facebook. Because it's every shit comic that you've ever met trying to one up you. Yeah, and if that's they were no funny, reason. you would have fucking friended them by now. Don't get, yeah, uh, don't, don't get involved with that. Uh, let's see. Where was my next one? I fucked it up. Where'd it go? I got one ready to go when you're done. All right. Um,. Shit. And this time I'm going to get Osama and Obama. I'm going to keep the difference correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh I, it was a cold... I wrote this on a cold, rainy day, but it says it's days like this that I'm mad that hipsters ruin scarves for dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hey, what's your weird name on Twitter? Uh, no, I changed it. Now it's I am Chris Porter. Oh, okay. It was all that Chris. Yeah, yeah. You had numbers Porter. and underscores, but now it's I am Chris Porter. Yeah. Okay. Because so I, I am Chris. By Porter. the way, I don't know if you know this. Mm. Uh, do not Google image search me, please, for your own sake, because there's whose wang do we see? A nut. There's a gay porn star named Chris Porter. <laughs> I swear. What kind of fucked up name porn star is that? What happened to Dick Schlongerton or some shit? Fucking come up with Chris Porter, you unoriginal dickhole. And it's not. Yeah, not, what's wrong with Venus Pro Skin? Yeah, right? <laughs> Fucking use some creativity. And I, that, I may be lying down, but I'm working. <laughs> And he doesn't even do like he doesn't even do like wholesome gay porn. It's like it's like the worst like he I saw an interview with him on YouTube and he was all like, porn so he, is wholesome when you think about it. He was doing like shows called like there's Piss some Boy holes, and there's shit. Some like, holes. Oh, it's so gross. Like he's the bane of my existence. And then all and right. then, and then during what? the uh, comedy countdown, I guess he was watching and they put up my Twitter and he was like, "We should be friends. We have the same name." I'm like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> you know if he would, that'd be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'll read one more than you read one more. Okay. okay. Get, so get a good one. Get me ready. Get ready cuz this one's going to uh, could go either way. Great work with Osama Obama. <laughs> now send a team of Navy SEALs to shoot the economy in the face. <laughs> yeah, that was like a political cartoon. <laughs> uh, all right. This isn't, I'm sure there's a better one, but for time's sake. And it's no, a, take your time. It's a local joke. Find the best one. All right. The best one possible. Should, um, is the next performer here? No. So the next performer is not even it. here. I was worried that would happen. <laughs> it's hard to park here. Fuck yeah, it is. It's really hard to park here. I love it though. I love I, everything else about the venue is fantastic. Uh, I I like this one. Uh, it seems no matter where you are, if you see Anderson Cooper reporting near you, you are fucked. <laughs> Anderson Cooper may be the angel of death. Unless you're a gay in the military, then it's like, yay. Because <laughs> he's very outspoken about that cause. Well, he's, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't he, implying that he's gay. I would never but say, everyone I would else never, is. I would never say that about a gay dude. Why would a guy... <laughs> he used to come to like... I used to be like, you know, I was pretty good friends with Kathy Griffin and I'd occasionally be at a Kathy Griffin function and he'd be there and I'd be like, oh, that, that dude's gay. Yeah. Because other... You know, I mean, I know I was there, but listen. <laughs> Let me defend myself. I was like working with Kathy, you know, but yeah, he'd yeah. just show up. Just... <laughs> He'd just be like, I want just a front row seat for Kathy's show. Just the fact Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Think he's gay? Seriously. <laughs> what, what dudes that aren't gay are fans of Kathy Griffin? If you had to take a poll. Other than the guy in the hat over there. No, she's, I think she's really funny. But you know what I mean? Her subject matter tends to be girl. Yeah, subjects, yeah, yeah. girls, and gays. You have to give a shit about like, E! News. 
to really understand. Oh my god! Like I mean, I'll, I'll watch her and, and learn about that stuff, but like you know, you know, she, she's like I don't an know about the Kardashians. Female episode of the Soup, except not it's funny, and I didn't mean to spit at you. But. No, that's a good that's a good assessment. It's just like oh, I'm gonna find out how, what's going on in a world I don't give a shit about. Yet I live near. We do live near it. When Paris Hilton, you guys probably went through this that one time when she kept going in and out of jail. And the uh, helicopters were over her house for like a couple of days. Yeah. They, that was, they were over my house, too. Well, you know, Ben Glebe got punched in the face at fucking Beecher's Madhouse. Well, first off, if you... Wow, that is a sentence. You, <laughs> you get to... Ha- if that I, I, that I, I, there are no elements of it that I care about. <laughs> ben Glebe got punched in the face at Beecher's that, Madhouse by, in, in Vegas? No, 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 the one at the Roosevelt. First off, if you're hanging oh, out... Oh, oh, okay. If you're hanging out at the Roosevelt, I'm sorry, you I deserve thought, to get punched in the face. There's Beecher's Roadhouse at, at Hard Rock in Vegas, too, right? I, it's Beecher's Madhouse or whatever. <laughs> but the point is, it was on TMZ. It's Swayze's Roadhouse. <laughs> you walk in and they go, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> and then I go, this isn't the club for me. It's loot. <laughs> Have you ever I, been to Lou Diamond Phillips' crazy train? Like I was in prison. What? Have you ever been to Lou Diamond Phillips' crazy train? <laughs> no, but I. It's I'll, douchey. Okay, good. I was gonna say, do you have? How to, many times do you, you do a lot of math? What? What? <laughs> but yeah, Glebe got punked by that oil tycoon dude, the guy that called Lindsay Lohan fire crotch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Glebe was like, "Hey, what's up?" And dude just fucking clocked him. <laughs> I kind of assumed people knew who the fuck Ben Glebe was. I kind of assumed that I brought up the story and it was my fault that it went nowhere. I was like, holy shit, why did I bring this up at all? Like, this is not going anywhere. I thought it... I thought but I'm also preoccupied with... I'm sorry, Chris, but is the, is the final guest here? No? So, so Chris is our final guest. I worried this might happen. If anybody from management knows if uh, my final surprise guest is is here, haven't seen, haven't seen him. Okay, let me let me just check. He my, could be parking. Let me just check my uh, text. Maybe he wrote something to me. Let's I wrote see. one to you that said parking. No, I got yours, Good. and I I uh, made a mental note of it like a professional. Yeah, and didn't didn't announce it to the audience, but. Uh, in this case, I've, I have nothing to report because uh, he hasn't texted me. I was worried this would happen. Like when you want me to tell more Ben Glebe stories? <laughs> we'll figure out. We'll figure out a way to have a big finish. The thing about podcasts: how many people listen to to uh, Doug Loves Movies that are here today? Are you like me and that like whenever I listen to a podcast, whether I enjoy it or I just think it's okay? I, if it's kind of winding down towards the end, I'll listen to the very last. I have to hear every single thing that happens, even if, like, say, for instance, tonight we just sat here and talked for 10 more minutes and it wasn't really that interesting. I would still listen all the way through. That's, like, kind of the thing about podcasting is it, it, it gets an intensity and also a time killerosity <laughs> factor. That like people are doing something where they're like, well, I've got nothing better to do than to listen to this peter out <laughs> and not and not have an amazing conclusion. 
but I'll listen to every last word of it because I'm like in my cubicle or a, on a train or well, do something. Do you think a lot of it also has to do with there's like we're so trained to have commercials that when we don't have one, we just feel the need to like just wait until that. Yeah, let's wait until the commercial comes on, then I'll shut this shit down. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they're like cash for gold, up, oh, fuck you. Because no matter. <laughs> No matter how shitty a show is, you stay into the commercial, and then you look at your brain, and you're like, this is awful, and then you switch it, right? I have a moral conundrum I'd like to bring up for you guys right now that just sprang into my head. Should we bring the lights down? No, let's, let's leave them exactly how they are. We're, you and I are illuminated because we're performing. Um, <laughs> well, I just thought we were going to have a moment. We should... no, oh, I see what you mean, just make it a little bit more tender? Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. We'll put in a request for that. Oh, there you go. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, see? I wish it was like that the whole time. People know what we look like. We don't need to have our faces so bright. So, there's a guy in those Cash for Gold commercials. There's a guy that's like this kind of white-haired guy, and he's very uh, newsman-looking, and he sits there and he goes, you could trade your gold for cash. And he's acting like a newsman, but he's an actor. And he works out at the gym that I work out in, and he shops at the grocery store that I shop in. And I'm always like, but he's a big guy because he works out, and he looks like an anchor man. And um, I, I'm always like, whenever I see him, I'm always like, oh, I, I kind of want to say something to that guy, along the lines of, hey, you know those commercials you do where you act like you're a newsman and and you talk about how it's time to sell your gold and then old people fall for that and then sell their gold? Like, I understand that you're an out-of-work actor and you need a gig, but that's some fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. And you shouldn't have fucking done it, and if you ever get a chance to do it again, you shouldn't do it again. But I can't say that to him because he's a big guy and I just think that's too confrontational and then he'll just fucking want to fight me or something. Or he'll just say, fuck off and walk away. And then I'll feel shitty. I feel the same way about anyone who's ever been in a herpes commercial. Like, like well, you're do like, tell. why the fuck would you take that gig? Like, hey, America, I got herpes, right? Like, and you don't, most likely. But people aren't going to know that because people can't. I mean, people here, because we're like, we get it. But people in the Midwest, they don't fucking, they don't separate it. And so they're just like, that's that bitch with herpes. But that guy, everywhere he goes, I'm just an actor, I don't really have herpes, but I've never seen Cash for Gold guy say, I'm just an actor, don't, don't make that stupid financial decision <laughs> based on my stupid commercial. But have you ever been in a situation where that would have been an option? Like I've, never, I've never been close to the guy in conversation. Thanks, Chris. You're, you're pointing, well, no, but I'm just saying, like, you were you ever at the, the gym and the guy showed no up clothes. with a gold bar and he was like, oh, yeah, and he, like, handed him five bucks? I'm not going to be able to get through the final eight minutes of this show without another cocktail. So I implore the, the management at Flappers to either bring me the final guest of the evening. That I was a, There was a lot of hype about how he was going to be here. And so it's very disappointing. I feel It's, it's a good thing this is a free episode. I know. I, I feel bad for you because like, I'm, I'm not trying to say that you know, what you've contributed hasn't been amazing. You know what I feel like? It I has. feel like the it's friend of the hot chick who's waiting for the date that's not showing up. She's yeah, like, I'm having totally... a lot of fun with you, but I thought I was going to get laid by the jock. But apparently, we're just going to fucking watch. I've been talking about it all night. I've been thinking that I'm going to get raped by the final act. And I've really been looking forward to that. <laughs> to finally get my first raping out of the way. 
Because once you've been raped, then you can, you know. The scar, the Next scars. time you're like, I've been through this. <laughs> like this you... is horrible. I apologize to anyone who's offended by that. <laughs> but it's just, you, it's so fun to go incredibly dark. Especially at fucking 5.30 on a Sunday it's afternoon. Fucking... Chris, it's 5.53. Do you know how I know that? Well, because they have an awesome clock at Flappers. <laughs> I'll and I knew at 5.45, I knew that it's time to bring on the final guest, so let's see if he's here. Oh, nope. No, he's not here. And, well, what uh, about those of us who are here, Dick? That's what I'm saying. I, that's why I haven't said, Chris, could you leave the stage so I could sit here by myself <laughs> for the final 15 minutes and wallow in this, this booking mishap? Might as well tell everybody, right? Like, I, I guess people probably already know. Uh, I was on Joe Rogan's podcast on Wednesday... Yeah. And I said, yeah, there you go. And I said, uh, you should do my show on Sunday. And he was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm into it. And I was like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. And then he had to go do a gig out of town this weekend. Yeah, yeah. He was in Look San out. Francisco. Oh, shit. <laughs> the way Chris was looking at you, I was like, oh, my God. If Joe Rogan is handing me this cocktail, <laughs> I'll be right with the world. But then not only did I get a cocktail from the great folks at Flappers, I also got a plate of brownies. That have uh, allergy nuts in them. Yeah, you're yeah, allergic. They're covered in allergy nuts. No, you can't I'm, even be near those. I'm not allergic to nuts, but ever since I decided I didn't like nuts and things, I was like, it's so much. You're not a dick if you go, I'm allergic to nuts. Yeah, you're a dick if you're like, oh, it's got nuts. Because I'm so weird. It's so weird how much I love nuts in the proper setting, like on their own. I love nuts. Um, those, those are a lot of words that I can love be taken a, out of context. I love them. I love them in an M M&M. and M. Yeah, I don't love them in Snickers or in brownies. But you yeah, can, can you get? Yeah, a there's a whole plate of them nuts? just staring at me. You can't get Snickers without nuts, but if you could, it would be called a Twix. <laughs> they shove a candy bar in there. Milky Way's kind of like it, but not really. Milky Way's got that fluffy. The Milky nougat, Way doesn't know. Nougat is in the Snickers. Yeah, what is that shit? It's like it's like a chocolate. Marshmallow. This is the ultimate thing. stoner conversation. <laughs> People always ask me, do you get this a lot on Twitter, Chris? What's your favorite munchie? And it's like, what the fuck do you say? Yeah. It's like, no, Whatever's that's closest. The weed opens up the window of the munchie world. Like, it, yeah. it makes everything munchieable. Like, <laughs> like, when you're high, you're not like, I need this specific thing. No. Oh, filet mignon. Great. I have the munchies. I'll have a giant steak. That's a snack. In Do you Alaska. like brownies with nuts? Uh, I don't. Well, there they are then. I don't. I. I don't know why you put nuts in the brownie. It's so delicious without it. People do it all the time. Ever since I was a kid, I was just like, it's like, I can't have those brownies like, with nuts in them. One time my grandma put onions like in the hamburger patty, and I about it was actually my step-grandma, and I wanted to punch her in the face. <laughs> right? Because that's like, onions are like, it's not even like nuts. Onions are like a 50-50 deal at best on who likes them, and you're just going to fucking assault me with them? I was pissed. Can I get a Corona? His alcohol looks awesome. Let's get him a Corona for the final four minutes. Final four Corona. But I think this has done a good job of showing what the Benson interruption is like. We record approximately one a month. I'm going to do a couple out on the road, and uh, and people can, you know, now they can listen to them knowing that uh, that they're full of sadness and disappointment. 
and delicious treats that are uh, unedible. Inedible? I think they're bringing us brownies without nuts right now. Are you kidding me? That is hilarious. Holy shit. Hey, while we're at it, while we're at it, we'd like some pussy without nuts. (laughs) Two. I'm so tired of all that pussy with nuts in it that I've been getting. Usually you can tell by the smell. Here, do you want to do you want to pass these to people in the uh, yeah, audience? Sure. The ones with the ones with nuts. I'm Take keeping the uh, I'm keeping the good ones. <laughs> oh go. my god, so good. Enjoy your nuts. <laughs> Did a lot of people buy food here today, like brownies and nuts, and nut brownies? Did anybody bring brownies? No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Four twenty yummy. I do got. Four twenty yummy. The store closes. Oh, really? You got to swing by there? What time does yours close? Eight. Oh, eight o'clock. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'm totally fine. Yeah, it's it's only 5.58. Which pot store do you go to? I go to this... uh, It's not private, but it's word of mouth. And... Um, um, you don't want... Tell me later. You don't want to... I'll tell you later, yeah. <laughs> I have, like, a frequent buyer card. Like, they... You know, like, every... You get a certain number of points, and you oh, get yeah? a free eighth or whatever. Oh, nice. Yeah, it, Oh, make it sweet. fun. Oh, there you go. Thank you so much. Got a nice cocktail. Let's hear it for the wait staff yeah. here, you guys. Working hard on a Sunday afternoon. We got another show coming in at 7. Um, Gross. I'm plugging f- Flappers, man. Flappers full-time comedy in, uh, in Burbank, so, so come out. On May 25th, I'm going to show the new Steve Coogan movie, The Trip, at uh, CineFamily over there on Fairfax on the other side of the hill. Uh, so go to CineFamily.org if you want to. Hopefully it's not full already, and you can sign up for tickets to uh, to see that. And I'd like to thank uh, Joe Rogan for, for he was terrific for saying that he would come by. And I, you know, I texted him a few times about it, and I thought I, you know, to be honest with you, I almost completely spaced this because I was actually uh, getting ready to leave earlier this morning, and uh, I was like. I wonder what Doug's doing this week because we so, we always say we're gonna hang out, yeah, yeah. But we're fucking busy, or you don't like me. One of the two. I haven't figured it out. No, I'm very busy. And uh, <laughs> I got a screening of the trip coming up at CineFamily on May 25th. I'm gonna be at Cap City in Austin on June 1st and 2nd. Palace Station, Vegas, May 29th. I did all of these right. Comedy Works in Denver, January 18th at 4:20. Doing a 4:20 matinee in that little. Uh, Cool basement club there, and they never booked me. Comedy works. Yeah, they don't like me. All right, we'll turn that around. Whatever, we'll make it happen. Cool. You know how many people are going to listen to this podcast, hoping that Joe Rogan's on it, and don't, and don't think I'm not going to put his name on it. Yeah. I'm going to list him like he's going to show up because I don't want people listening to the whole thing, like <laughs> knowing that he's not going to show up. I want to make it suspenseful. And he's been on my other podcast, and he'll be on he'll be on a podcast one day. But I I, I feel bad because I sort of you know use his name to kind of help fill up flappers on a Sunday afternoon. But at least you thought he was coming. There's a lot of comics that just say people are coming and they not showing up ever. Oh yeah, well Jack Black is going to be here. Yeah, yeah. In, in in a couple of minutes, Will Ferrell's coming by. Yeah, Steve yeah. Carell are going to reenact some scenes from the final season then of The Omar Office. Then Gaddafi. He's swinging Kadaf, by. He's going to come by. He's got a couple of uh, points he wants to make yeah, uh, yeah. to people who listen to podcasts. He's got a movie to plug. He's going to point out how fascist podcasts are. 
that you should be worried about them? No, you could say anything on podcasts. I think we proved that. Uh, that yeah, we did tonight. fisting. We've definitely done. We we raped the shit out of rape. I'll tell you that much. Well, that's you know that's that's what that's the message I want everyone to leave with tonight is rape the shit out of rape. <laughs> like wherever rape happens, just rape it, <laughs> so that it stops being rape and becomes something that's being raped. What are you doing? You're going to tweet that? Uh, I'd like to thank all of my guests. I'd like, I'd like to thank the audience, first of all. Thank you so much for coming. This episode will be up for free uh, on, uh, on Friday, so if you want to listen to it and hear your laugh or your uh, refusal to laugh, whichever, however you look at it. Um, and uh, I'd like to thank Ngayu Bielam was here. Matt Messer was here. This is a great show. There's no reason to feel bad about it. Graham Elwood was here. Chris Porter, not the porn star. Big disappointment that it wasn't the porn star. And let's hear it one more time for Joe Rogan, who we will re- we'll reschedule him. I'm going to the UFC fights in May in, uh, in Vegas, and I'll, I'll see him there, and I'll say, hey, what happened? Say it nicely. <laughs> And until next time, get credit checks on your kids. I'm not kidding around. If you have children, get credit checks. Good night! (laughs) 